Today, we're going to talk about representation in a pixelated world where we wouldn't expect to find it. Felisa Ford was part of the team that brought the good trouble idea into Minecraft for students and teachers to be able to take advantage of and learn some really important lessons from within the game. Welcome to Focus on K-12, EdTech and the Education Experience. I'm your host, Doug Conopelko, Education Strategist at CDWG. So let's dive in as we focus on K-12. I'm Felisa Ford. I'm a digital learning specialist with Atlanta Public Schools, and I have been an educator for over 27 years, and I just absolutely love what I do. Wow, that's amazing. I'm so excited to have you on today. Um, what can you tell me about your background with Minecraft and Minecraft Education Edition? Okay, so I have been affiliated with the Minecraft community probably for about four years now. I am an official Minecraft trainer and I'm also a global Minecraft mentor. So that just means that I can help other educators learn how to use Minecraft and train and work with them on using Minecraft. Great, now there's two versions, right? I think a lot of people are probably familiar with mm -hmm. Minecraft in general. Mm -hmm. um, but Minecraft Education Edition is really what we're going to be diving into a little more here. Uh, so there's been a specific project with Minecraft where you had the opportunity to work with the folks at Microsoft, at Minecraft. So what were you able to work on? So I am so excited about this project. It is called Good Trouble. We have been able to work with them on bringing and uh, bringing good trouble into the Minecraft world. So it's just all about different people, ordinary people being a catalyst for change and just helping others. So as John Lewis has always said, it's about good trouble. So that's what this was all designed about, but just showing students how ordinary people can come together to do some amazing things to help others. So we just want them to be able to take that theme away and just know that they too can get into good trouble. So, so what was built in the world to help support these, these ideas? Because it's really about the ideas, but mm -hmm. it's a visual world, right? So what was built in the world to help convey these stories? So one thing that was really important to us, and when I say that this was truly a passion project, we not only focused on good trouble in the United States, but we went around the world focusing on the people that have gotten into good trouble. We included Malala and her good trouble in um, Pakistan. We included uh, Gandhi in India and his good trouble in standing up for the poor. We included Emmeline Pankhurst and her good trouble in getting women suffrage movement, but then we also focused on good trouble from the civil rights era, 1960s United States, because we know that that's where John Lewis got his start and MLK, but we brought it to present day U.S., good trouble and the Black Lives Matter movement. When I say we just hit it front and center, we put it front and center of the Minecraft world, and so we were extremely excited because we saw how all of this just came together. and. The engineers at Minecraft, I say they did an amazing job just bringing our vision to light. And I'm just going to be honest, there were a lot of tears that were shed <laughs> during the creation of this project because just seeing your vision and just seeing what was happening in the real world on a daily basis, but then to see it in Minecraft, it was so emotional for us. So it was just, we put our all into this project and we just truly hope that um, 
students really pull from it and see how important this information is and how important these people are, were and uh, are an impact and change for their community. And Felisa, this isn't just uh, an idea for you. It's not just uh, a Minecraft project, right? You have a personal connection to the work. So can you take me through what that what that connection is? Absolutely. So I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I live in the 5th Congressional District, and John Lewis was my congressman. And when I say that we have a, a connection with Atlanta Public Schools fits right in the 5th Congressional District, it was nothing for us to see him in our district. We have pictures that go way back from him being in our district. I have pictures with my children with him because I was formerly the K-12 social studies coordinator for Atlanta Public Schools. And we would take students every year to the anniversary of Bloody Sunday. And if you don't know, that is the incident when really it all went down and the spotlight was shed on the civil rights movement there in Selma and that where John Lewis was front and center marching over the Edmund Pettus Bridge. So there was an anniversary march every year. So we took students down there every year. People from Congress would come down because John Lewis would bring a whole busload of Congress people and, and interns and everything. So it was nothing for presidents to be there at that time, you know, marching or just doing the um, simulated march across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. So I have pictures with my children marching across the bridge with John Lewis on that day. So when I say it's just a special place in my heart and just in our hearts in Atlanta, we just absolutely love Congressman Lewis. And his motto was that it is necessary to get in trouble, to get in good trouble. So that's what we're trying to convey with these lessons. That's why we titled it Good Trouble, to let people know that it's okay to stand up for the rights of others. So why is, why is this so important? Why is it so important that we see this not just in the day-to-day -day, like you do because you live in Atlanta. Why is it important for this to get into something like Minecraft? Uh, because one thing we thought Minecraft was the perfect platform and just to be um, transparent, the Minecraft team reached out when all of everything was going down with, you know, with the social justice movements that were taking place this summer across the world in the United States. And so they wanted some lessons on equity, inclusion, and just dealing with those issues that we were seeing day to day. And Minecraft was the perfect platform to be able to do this with students and to bring that into their world because oftentimes with Minecraft, they don't realize that they're learning while they're playing this pixelated game. So this was a great way for us to actually have representation and include representation in Minecraft of people other of others. You know, often, you know, people so that we want all students to see themselves represented in a positive manner and to see that there have been contributions from everyone in society and every, all cultures. We wanted to shed a light on that and just so students would gain that information, be able to see the positive things that not only people from their culture, but other cultures have contributed to the world and social justice movements around the world and standing up for the rights of others. So that's why it was so important because representation really matters, whether it's in books, whether it's in a Minecraft world or a pixelated world, or whether it's just on TV. <laughs> representation is so important. Yeah, I, I love that it's shifting, 
that we're mm -hmm. that we're seeing this shift not just in representation but that we're seeing this shift in things like minecraft where it's not somewhere that when you hear the phrase see the phrase representation matters when we talk about um, you know, under under resourced, marginalized uh, groups over time. When we talk about our uh, black, indigenous, people of color, all of those groups that we that haven't been represented. What's what I love, I think most about this project is this isn't just let's add some new characters into this fantasy game. This is let's build stories around this. Let's let's tell these stories in a place where our students and our teachers are already engaging. Right. This was so intentional for us and deliberate. And I just say um, kudos to the Minecraft team for just being courageous in doing this because uh, when they reached out uh, to me originally, because like I said, I had that connection with them already. And just yeah, in this world and this tech world, and especially when you get to the gaming part of the tech world, you don't see many people of color or and uh, when you drill down, you don't see many women of color. And so I think that's why I was originally contacted because this work is so important. And I wanted to make sure that we did it justice. That's why I reached out to Ken Shelton, who is also a big proponent in the equity and inclusion world and Dr. Natasha Rachel. So we all came together on this project and we worked and there are actually 10 lessons that are part of this good trouble world. We started out eight of those, actually seven of those lessons all deal with good trouble. But what people don't know is that um, with this being December and hour of code, we actually worked on the Hour of Code lesson, um, the Illagers and Villagers. That was a part of those 10 lessons that we worked on as well. So people, a lot of people don't know that, but we also focused on equity and inclusion within that the Hour of Code. So if you haven't done that yet, that will be a good thing that you can go back and look at that with your students. But um, also identity. We focused two lessons still specifically with identity. So. Those are rolling out probably in January. So those lessons will roll out the other lessons between January and March, probably. So you've also, you know, you you've published a book. You've you've done this work with Minecraft. You've you've put your work out there when we talk about presenting at conferences and things like that. I think there's always sort of those pins and needles when something is about to launch, right? And you get that feeling of, oh my gosh, I hope after everything I've put into this, that somebody reads it, somebody listens to it, somebody watches it. In this case, somebody downloads it or plays it, right? So tell me, has there been any uh, any feedback, any uh, information, any data gathered, whether it's anecdotal or otherwise, on whether or not people are using this, whether or not they're, they're getting in good trouble with Minecraft? So absolutely, we still continue to meet with um, the Minecraft team weekly. And um, the first lesson was released on November the 6th, 5th or 6th, I believe. And after that first week, it was like the number one most downloaded world in both Minecraft education and Bedrock, which is the consumer version. And then um, a couple of weeks, maybe two weeks later, it had over 500,000 downloads. And then just yesterday, we found out that um, in the Bedrock, which is the consumer version, and that's for those districts that may not have the Minecraft Education Edition, 
it is still the number one most downloaded world. So what that tells us is that people were waiting for something like this and that there was a need for something like this, this type of content, because clearly there was a deficit for us to have that many downloads. And like you said, Doug, when you're pouring your all into work and it's being released and really out there for the world and just for people to tear it apart, it really, you just have that angst, you know, it's like you hold your breath. And then what I've learned and what we've learned is that you can't even just get into the conversations because there will be conversations both positive and negative, but you know, you know what your heart is and you know the intent of the lessons and the impact that you wanted to have. So you just have to stay focused on the students and what it was meant for because it will impact those who it was meant to impact and so that's what we have to know and i just did a session on ISTE at ISTE two sessions actually on good trouble and teaching social justice with minecraft and the feedback from the educators was absolutely amazing you know for them just seeing these real world situations brought to life in minecraft and for me the most touching part was the replication of when Congressman John Lewis was standing at Black Lives Matter Plaza and that photo was, you know, it was broadcast all over the world. But for the uh, engineers to be able to replicate that scene and I had a side by side of the real Congressman Lewis at Black Lives Matter Plaza and the Minecraft version. And when I say people said that just gave them goosebumps. So that was so good to hear because these stories are real and they are really important and they are worth being told. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to include some of the links to some of these things in the show notes because I think it's so important, it's it's so visual, right? And being able to represent those in both places, I think it's so great to see, once you see the bridge in Minecraft, you instantly know what you're looking at. And, and to see that image, like you said, side by side, here's the Minecraft version, here's the actual image, that's gonna be really powerful. So I wanna thank you. I wanna thank you for pouring your heart and soul into the project and bringing that to life for all the students, for all the teachers who are waiting for something like that. You know, just thank you. And thank you for being here and sharing your story about it on the show. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on Focus on K-12, EdTech and the Education Experience. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and consider leaving us a rating or a review. If you'd like to contact us about the show, please reach out to me on Twitter at theconopelco or send us an email at focusonk12 at cdw.com. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time as we focus on K-12. Hey.